There is nothing wrong with your podcatcher. Do not attempt to adjust the feed. We are controlling the bitstream. We control the encoding. We can mispronounce names. We can consume alcoholic beverages. For the next half hour, we will control all that you read and discuss. Go to patreon.com slash sword and laser to pledge support. everyone, welcome to The Sword and Laser. I'm Veronica Belmont. And I'm Tom Merritt. Sword and Laser is a book club, but it's so much more. We bring you author interviews, news from the world of science fiction and fantasy, and, of course, awesome discussions from fans just like you. I am drinking water. I just want to put ah. that right out there on Front Street. Right out there on Front Street, yep. huh? I'm drinking fancy water. Oh, you're drinking fancy water. My water came uh, right out of my... Uh, it's a ta- It's on tap, we have a tap of water. Uh, we don't use the, isn't it funny? Actually, this struck, just struck me. If you go to a bar, you want your beer on tap. Eh, it's okay if it's in a bottle, but water, if it's on tap, is not considered as good as if it comes from a can. Hmm. It's a little bit funny. This water. This water inside. inside. I'm drinking Waterloo. It has legendary taste. It says That's the on the can. song, Waterloo. All right. I'm going to get sued by someone's recording label at some sure, point. Probably Swedish. You know what? Actually, no, because I'm, I'm not good enough. So they'll just be like, yeah, it's not even close. Well, you have to pay the mechanical royalty. Yeah. No matter how good you are. Really? Mm-hmm. If you try to sing it, which you haven't yet. So I think you're okay. <laughs> um, all right. Well, this is going to be a, a fun episode. We've got some uh, cool special guest coming up later in the show. Uh, but let's first jump right into the quick burns. Uh, now with our weird summer schedule, uh, it's only been a week since the last quick burns. So we don't have too much news that has happened. But thanks to Dara, we are saved. Uh, and the first of Dara's <laughs> quick burns, uh, Rosamund <laughs> Pike has been cast as Moraine in Amazon's adaptation of The Eye of the World. Yeah, so this is, of course, the Wheel of Time series from Amazon. Uh, That's pretty exciting. I think most people in our audience, at least, probably know uh, Pike from Twilight, from the Twilight series. Uh, She was one of Edward's sisters in Vampire Land. She's been in other stuff, too, I think. Is that right? I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah. And the Twilight fans are already angry at me for getting it wrong. Come on, give us a break. It's been a long time. It's <laughs> been a I, long I, I, time. I, I do remember her. She had the like bright blonde hair and she was really perky and happy. No. Oh, no. She was the angry one? Yeah, she was kind of the the dour one. Oh, that one. It's Rosamund. Okay. Never, that's not as me then, I don't think. That's right. Got so. it. Okay. All right. No, because the, the, the happy one had brown hair, didn't she? Or did, was no, that? Yeah, that was Alice. Yeah, Alice. I liked Alice. Uh, Alice is the best, yeah. right? Rosamond okay. was the one who's like screwed Bella over. She was just cool. She was like cool girl. Mm-hmm. Like everyone thought in high school thought they were like the coolest. Yeah. So she's Moraine. That actually kind of makes sense. That's yeah. I hate the typecast person, but I was cracking up because when you said Dara Dara saved us all, you weren't joking because she literally has done all the quick burns for <laughs> this really episode. <laughs> so the next one. <laughs> Thank you. Dara. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Stan Lee's first adult novel is going to be released on September 17th, 2019. Uh, this is per tour. 
A Trick of Light, co-authored by Lee and Kat Rosenfield, is the first chapter in Lee's planned Alliances universe. Readers can start following the Alliances story starting June 27th on Audible, as read by Yara Shahidi from Blackish and Grownish. I'm so excited so when you say adult, and sad like, about this, right? Because it's I a am- posthumous work, and it's not like Stan Lee will be able to be involved in any future chapters of it. He probably blind out stuff with Cat. I'm sure they can keep the story going if they want, but oh man. When they say adult, they don't mean like adult, adult, right? They don't mean like Oh, adult. I don't think it's porny, you know. I'm just making sure. Yeah. I mean, I think they would make that clearer. <laughs> I think they're just saying it's not kids. Got it. Because there's still yes. that, that thing around comics, like comics are for kids. It's for adult readers is what they're saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was originally announced as an audio drama series with Audible and narrated, of course, by the uh, by Yara Shahidi. Um, so you can start on June 27th. That's cool that it was. Although, actually, one of these uh, commenters says this is not Stan's first novel for adult read- readers. That would be The Alien Factor, written with Stan Timmons, published by iBooks in 2001. Yeah, well, are they right? Anybody can say something. <laughs> well, they wrong. do go on to say, so this entire press release is based on a false premise. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Who cares? We got a new Stanley novel, okay? Just settle down, people. We didn't think we'd You're get kidding. anything from Stan Lee. We got this. So let's just try to focus I'm on happy. that. I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy too. Okay. Good. I'm happy. It's your turn. Uh, Yara Shahidi is pretty great too. I like her. Yes. Uh, Dara also wrote on Goodreads uh, Quick Burns thread. Uh, Entertainment Weekly says that maniac showrunner Patrick Somerville will be adapting former book pick Station Eleven for WarnerMedia streaming service with Hiro Murai directing the 10-episode limited series. That's great. Yeah, Station we 11. We love Station 11. Could totally be. I, I, I saw it as a TV series when I was reading it, so I absolutely look forward to this. Not that familiar with Maniac. I'm not either. I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know much about it. But, of course, Station 11, uh, written by Emily St. John Mandel. Um, we read it as a book pick way back when. And I really enjoyed it. So I, I'm looking forward to this adaptation. I think it's going to be great. <laughs> you sound like you're reading that off a card. Let me just assure I'm not. you she's not. <laughs> I wasn't. Veronica is free to say whatever she wants. She's not being forced nobody, against her will. <laughs> no, nobody, nobody from any of these properties is paying me to say yeah, that. Yeah. I just. Uh, Hero Mirai, I do. I am much more familiar with uh, directs episodes of Atlanta. Works on on that with Donald Glover and uh, directs episodes of Barry. Four episodes of Barry. Ooh, Barry, I really want to get back into. I watched the first few episodes, and husband Ryan was was not impressed, and I thought it was great. So I just need to carve probably, out some alone I, Veronica time. It's probably because of uh, of NoHo Hank, right? Because that's the only bald guy represented. And I could see where Ryan um, might just be like, that's that's not cool, man. <laughs> we're not. All, what? We're not all Chechen gangsters. OK. Oh, so you think he was offended? Because- yeah. Well, I'm not saying offended, but it might have, you know, watered down his appreciation for it a little. That's, a, that's all. I don't know if that was it. No? Okay. I don't think that was it. You, yeah, you know him better than me. So that little bit. I'll take your little word bit. for that. 
<laughs> but I, I thought it was great. And I know that it's been some, some great critical acclaim around that show too. So very, yeah. Uh, and I love Atlanta. So I'm, uh, even without knowing so much about maniac, I'm excited for this because I love the source material and the director. So let's bring it on. Bring on the adaptation. So much good stuff. All right. Well, now it is time for Barrier Sword, which is our feedback from the audience. And just the one. We have just the one this week. That's all we needed, though. Everyone's going on break. Everyone's going to do summer stuff or, you know, working hard or. Well, no, Veronica, obviously we just the, had an the fiction we're ago. maintaining is there are millions of, of, of these to pick from, but we only needed one this week. There was only one. If this one's so good that it's the only one we need. It's pretty good. Uh, it's from Terp Kristen, who says, I saw this XKCD comic today, likely from the 18th, and thought it was relevant to this group. I especially like the suggestion for the new book club. Click through for the alt text when you hover over the comic. Ooh, I didn't get the Oh, yeah. The XKCD always has good hover text. Um, okay. So in the, while, you, while you enjoy the hover text, uh, shall I read the panels? Yes, please do. Uh, the first panel, literary opinion. I firmly believe that William S. Burroughs, Hunter S. Thompson, Chuck Palahniuk, and David Foster Wallace are different names for the same person. And a I person see. sitting in a, in a chair. I'm so. a person. Yeah. I'm, I, per- I, you will I be a person sitting in chair. Okay. Uh, I'm standing person. Second panel. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and Fight Club. Same book with different covers, I bet. I have both. Want to open them and check? I do not. Moving on. My next opinion. You should start a book club for discussing the books you refuse to read. Is that E.B. White and T.H. White are the same person. Okay, that I believe. If I really focus, I can distinguish between John Steinbeck and John Updike or between Gore Vidal and Vidal Sassoon, but not both at once. <laughs> that's the that's the hover text. text. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So that was funny. That was a good one. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's the book club that we wish we would have started, uh, where we just, uh, uh, make up ridiculous opinions. Oh wait, that's this one. I do that anyway. I totally do that anyway. It's all, yeah, it's all, it's all wide open. Listen, all man, right. I know Terp Kristen is not excited about this month's book pick that we're going to get to, uh, in a second here because she works with space things. So space things, you know, it's harder for her to appreciate. But Space is not an escape. We're glad that she's in the community and and doing her part to bring us amazing things like this. So thank you for that. Thank you. And yes, it is time to kick off our July book pick. And while close followers of the Goodreads and Patreon already know this, neither one of us made the pick this month. We took some time to chat with our guest about the book that she picked. Who could it be? Let's find out. Yes, now it is time to reveal our guest pick for July. So we must, of course, introduce our guest who is doing the picking. Please welcome actor, filmmaker, and co-host of the excellent podcast, Reading Glasses. It's Bria Grant. Hi. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. And thank you so much for being our our, uh, test case for guest (laughs) picks. So we appreciate that. No problem. Am I the... First, am, am I like you're a guinea pig? And if we it doesn't work never, out, you'll never have another yeah, one? Never done this before. I don't think. Right, Veronica? I'm trying to think if we've ever had anyone else pick a book somewhere. Rob and or Jenny or Tamahome or Tazzy Dave are like, oh, yeah, so-and-so picked this book back in, you yeah, know, 2008. Sure <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. We've taken suggestions pretty cool. often. Yeah. yeah, but we always kind of 
made them the Veronica or the Tom pick. So this is our, our very first Bria pick. Uh, and, uh, and, and so, so first of all, tell us what you're picking. I picked uh, a brand new book that I've been looking forward to reading called Vessel by Lisa A. Nichols. What is Vessel about? Well, I, I just started it. Um, I hope I'm allowed to start it before everyone else does. Yeah, but yeah. I, <laughs> no, that, as the book picker, that's, that's your privilege. Absolutely. If it was, if it, you know what? I wanted to do a little test just to make sure I was like, oh, if it's really not good, I'm going to switch my pick at the last minute. But I've really enjoyed it so far. I'm about 10% of the way through. Uh, you can tell I'm a Kindle reader because I call it percentages and I have yeah, no yeah. idea how many pages. <laughs> um, it feels to me a mix of maybe Gravity, the movie, and sort of almost Annihilation, the book, with huh. a thriller element. Um, so it's a, a woman who is um, was in space, an astronaut. She... They thought that the entire crew had disappeared and died. They don't know what happened. NASA. And then she shows, she returns. And they're, and she's alone. And they ask her what happened, and she can't remember. So the rest of her crew is gone. That, that's an important aspect of it. But um, mm-hmm. So it's sort of science fiction. And it's sort of a thriller. Um, and then she comes back, and of course... It's funny, and it's, it's a little bit like the beginning is a little bit like Castaway, where her family has changed a little bit, you know, where everyone's different because she went through a wormhole and has been gone. I think it's six years. Man, so uh, this this is right up my alley uh, because you've got you've got a mystery, you've got space, uh, you've got you know potential. I don't know if it's it's not like time travel, but warped dimensions, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did she did she eat the crew? Did you? Did you <laughs> we don't no know yet. <laughs> I don't. We don't know what. It's definitely a mystery. Um, of course, there are people who think she's hiding something, but it's also ter- told from her point of view. It's t- told from two different points of view so far, and in her point of view, she doesn't remember what happened to the rest of the crew. So okay. there's definitely a mystery element. It, so far, it's not super science fiction. It's more um, grounded, mar- like The Martian or something. You know, like it. It seems to actually mm, contain a lot mm-hmm. of true science facts, less science fiction facts, but I get the feeling it's going to go science fiction-y. Yeah, I don't mind that, though. Even even though I said I want space, it doesn't have to be like space, space, space all the time, right? It can it can just be, you know, this is this happened involving space, like the Martian, right? He's actually not in space for most of the Martian, but it's still space adjacent, space adjacent. This sounds okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited because we don't read too many things that are mysterious. Um, or a little like creepy or that kind of stuff. So I, I feel like probably the last one we did read was Annihilation that was in that in a similar boat. Yeah, Annihilation was a really scary book to me. And this kind of feels mm-hmm. not quite as scary, but definitely weird and creepy so far. Um, I'm very excited about it. It feel it checks a lot of the boxes in my wheelhouse, which is Space. I also am a big fan of space, as you know. Um, and and woman on a journey. I love a woman mm-hmm. on a journey. Like that is a, that's something I really enjoy. So it feels a lot like that as well. Yeah, I know. Uh, on on reading glasses, you guys talk a lot about your um, what do you call it? The the things that tick all your boxes. We like our wheelhouses. Wheelhouse, We're like this right. is like these are the things. If it had if a book has this thing, I am definitely in. Like I want to read that book, and this checks quite a few boxes for me. Well. 
Well, I'm really excited uh, to get going on this. Uh, it's again, Vessel by Lisa Nichols. If you're a patron, you already know that Bria picked the book and 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 you know the book and everything. Uh, but there is a, a a brief paragraph over there that Bria was nice enough to write up uh, for us if you want to check that out. Um, anything else that we should talk about before we wrap up here? What's going on over at Reading Glasses? Oh, um, what is going on at Reading Glasses? Uh, we just completed our 100th show. Uh, so that's pretty exciting. And we're picking a summer read as well, which we'll announce probably in the next few weeks. Um, we're picking a translated book because we did, um, we had a, a, a goal, you know, reading goal list that we put out at the beginning of the year, like, uh, like this year, try to read all these things. And one of the things on the list is a translated book. And we've had a lot of people reach out asking for translated book suggestions. So we're going to do a little, book suggestion and book club for the summer of a translated book, which we'll announce soon. Excellent. That Um, sounds super fun. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm a, I'm a big fan of reading glasses. You and Mallory are, are great, uh, at doing that show. And I, I enjoy it all the time. It's, it's usually I'm walking the dog or doing yard work when I'm listening to you guys. (laughs) That's a good way to listen to it. I think, well, y'all need to come back on at some point. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. It's a date. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Excellent. Well, Bria, thank you again uh, for, for being here to talk about it and, and for making the pick. Uh, I can't wait to find out what people think of it. Yeah, me too. And I will be reading it along with you. So I definitely will, will be listening and participating in the conversation. If people want to find you online, where should they go? Um, just I'm at Bria Grant on all platforms of everything. <laughs> <laughs> just Twitter, Twitter and Instagram. I left Facebook, but. And where, where's the easiest place to find reading glasses? Um, iTunes, but also you can listen to it on maximumfun.org. We post there as well, but yeah, we can get us on iTunes or all the, whatever, uh, podcaster app you're using. We're on pretty much all of them. Excellent. Thanks again, Bria. Yeah. Thank you. Ah, that was so much fun talking to Bria. Uh, and it's so exciting to have a guest pick. Uh, and she was so excited that, that we picked her. Um, so, uh, side note, uh, we're taking suggestions for future guests. We won't do it next month, but in the future, we'll, we will ask other guests to make picks. Maybe Neil Gaiman will make a pick for us. Maybe I I have one person in mind from our very own community already. I I think they know who they are. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's me. I'm already. <laughs> no, no, no. You can, it's pick someone your, else. you can pick your friends. You can pick your books, but you, you can't, can't pick, pick your friends, friends books. books. Well, actually we do all the we time. We do that. At, that's the entire premise of yeah. this show. So, um, I've already, uh, dug into vessel just a little bit. Uh, I'm doing the audiobook, which is read by two different narrators. Really? Yeah. So there's a female and a male narrator. Okay. Uh, and, and it's interesting because there's a, POV from a male character's point of view. And there's a POV from the main character. Who's a female point of view. The POV from the female character is read by the female and the POV of the male is read by the male, but those two characters appear in each other's POVs. That happened. The one time I remember that really happening in an audiobook that it kind of threw me off was the time traveler's wife. Mm. Same, so, same exact situation. So, so early on, uh, I have this male voice, talking about 
you know, this guy comes in and he he's talking to his coworker about stuff and stuff and stuff. And then it switches to the next chapter and you get the female voice. And immediately it felt like it probably wasn't that immediately. The guy from the guy chapter walks in, but now it's the female narrator doing his voice. I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, he sounds different now for some reason. <laughs> you get used to it pretty fast. Yeah, you do. You get used to it fast. Um, I know some people, namely Trike, uh, have said uh, they hate the trope of someone starting off with no memory of what happened. Um, but I, you know, you just don't like that kind of mystery book that that's cool. I don't think it's in an invalid, uh, premise. And so far it's very well done. I I'm enjoying it. So, you know, if it's just not your thing, that's cool. Um, but a lot of people were saying, I don't know, this doesn't sound that great to me. Uh, a lot of people are also saying this sounds amazing to me. So it's 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 not like there are only naysayers. But to the naysayers, I would say um, the whole point of this book club is to expose you to a wide variety of things. So don't judge it by its cover. At least give it a shot. If you have to limit, you have to limit. We totally understand. My nay sounded more like a sheep. Nay. It's a sheep horse. Sheep horse, a shorse. Uh, yeah, or a heap. A heap, a heap. It's a heap. <laughs> heap of wool. I, um, but I was, don't don't let that uh, lead you to believe I wasn't listening to what you were saying, because no, I agree. I, I never would assume you don't listen to every <laughs> single word I say. <laughs> Hanging on. I'm excited to read it. I am I'm still, uh, Rob is going to be very excited to hear, uh, passionately reading and finishing The Heir of Navran from Michael J. Sullivan, the uh, last book in that series. Excellent. Oh, I'm going to be, it's one of those where I'm just already so sad it's almost over. Like, I don't want to be away from those characters now. I've really become attached. It's well, one of the reasons I haven't finished Time at Wrath. Oh. I'm, I, I, I've just like, it's like I'm eating a cake and every time mm-hmm. I eat like half the cake that's left <laughs> so that I never run out of yeah. cake. Oh, but I'm getting to the point now where the ending is really exciting. And so mm, any, it's, it's, it's like, it's hard. And, it's going to get there. Yep. It, I, I'm almost even worried. It's going to be one of those where the ending is actually closer than I realize because I'm listening on uh, reading on Kindle. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they put like filler garbage at the end. Yeah. Or like sample chapter you. for another thing. Yeah. Tricks. Yeah. They get tricksy like that. Yeah. Uh, but you haven't, so you haven't stepped into vessel yet. Not yet. I have it. I've ready to go. I have it downloaded and ready to go. Well, the uh, if and and if you don't want any information, you you might want to pause. But I'm not going to give a lot. This is book jacket type stuff. Um, but it, the premise is that a mission that was thought lost uh, comes back and makes contact with Earth, and there's only one survivor, and she has no memory of what happened. Uh, and so they're in the at the beginning of the book. They are working with her to investigate. What I like about it is it is not, it is told from a very human perspective. There's a lot about her family and, and what happened with her family while she was gone and how she's reintegrating into that family. And there's Mm -hmm. this great passage where, uh, she's looking around the house that she hasn't seen in six years while she's been gone on this mission and noticing the subtle changes and worrying about some and then worrying that she's not noticing others and why aren't they bothering her? And her daughter is six years older than she was when she left. Uh, so it's, it's really not just focusing on the, on, on just the mystery of what happened. It's letting that kind of hang 
uh, in the background, moving it forward. It's not letting it just sit there, but giving you a lot more. This is a very character oriented uh, story, I guess, is what I'd want to say. Well, yeah, I think Bria mentioned that yeah. a little bit in her mm-hmm. in our conversation about how it's it's like a story that just happens to take place in space. Right. And um, actually, most of it at the beginning is even on the ground because she comes back and they quarantine her and, you know, all of that sort of thing. So it's it's about a a mystery ship that shows up. Is it uh, and there's a mystery surrounding it is they don't happen to be scavengers, do they? No, no. It was an exploration. The, the ship isn't a mystery. It's a mystery. I mean, oh, I was crew. I was trying to make a joke about I know, your I book. I was not playing around with your joke. You weren't. Why were you not playing around with my joke? Because you didn't listen to every word I said earlier. I did. I did. I. Ugh. All right. Anyway, <laughs> that wraps up this episode, everybody. Um, hope you're having a good summer so far. Uh, our next episode is going to be all the way out in July on the seventeenth. So, yeah, so we've we'll got do some a time. Check-in. How are we doing on mm-hmm. Vessel? I will have had a lot of time to read it because there's the July 4th holiday and I'm going to Toronto. Actually, no, sorry. Take that back. I'm flying to Toronto, but I'm going to Hamilton. Cool. I'm going to Colorado tomorrow uh, where I will be for the next eight or nine days. I'm going camping and hiking. Hmm. Apparently it's still snowing in some parts. So that should be interesting. Oh, well, dress warm. I will. All right, everybody. Uh, As you know, our show is currently, I almost said shoe. Our show is currently entirely funded by our patrons. Uh, Thank you so much to all of those who back our show. If you want to help us out, you can head over to patreon.com slash sword and laser. You can also support the show by buying books through our links. You can find links to the books we talk about and some of our favorites at swordandlaser.com slash picks. Send us an email at feedback at swordandlaser.com. Our website is swordandlaser.com. All of our discussions happen over on goodreads.com slash swordandlaser. And you can call and leave us a voicemail at 4157-SWORD-6. We'll see you next month. Bye. so good, it's like you're there!